Hashtag SAFM Headspace. Good evening, welcome. You're listening to The Headspace, the Wednesday edition of The Headspace with me, Nayel Upondwana. We are together until midnight. It's four. It is four. Just turned five minutes after ten. We are together doing this every Wednesday. We are proud and we always proclaim it and declare it that we are Van Africa's program and we have this feature called I Am an African. This is a feature where we try and trace back the cultural, historical roots of these people who identify themselves as African. We've spoken to Afrikaners, we've spoken to Indians, we've spoken to Kosas, we've spoken to all sorts of people who identify themselves as African. And so now we have shifted our gears. We're focusing now on the governing communities we call countries. These institutions we call countries, the states that so happen to house these Africans. And as we have, we have been speaking to many ambassadors. And tonight is no different. We are speaking to the ambassador from the Central African Republic and uh, talking to us and giving us some perspective about the car state the Central African Republic, talking about who they are, where they come from. And tonight we are joined, or we will be joined on the line by Ambassador of the Central African Republic to South Africa, the Honorable Andre Nzapayeke. The Honorable Andre Nzapayeke will be joining us to take your calls and whatever is on your mind as far as the Central African Republic. I'm sure you've seen a lot of, um, of them in uh, the news. Well, not now necessarily, but in the course of the year but hey if you have other things on your mind you are free you're free to join the conversation and ask those things about the central african republic that's for the full hour here on the headspace and then at 11 o'clock we'll be having the news once again and that by the way will be the final bulletin for today that bulletin for today will be given to us by as per usual and then after the news we'll be looking at the concord judgment upholding the ban on child spanking a constitutional court judgment upholding the high court ruling that declared corporal punishment at home unconstitutional has been met with mixed reaction with some organizations hailing it while others saying it sets a very dangerous precedent will be joined on the line by two guests michael swain executive director from freedom of religion south africa and also be joined by isabel magaya from the center for child law giving us some perspective differing perspectives on the reaction on that decision my goodness graciousness where are we headed and as per usual at 30 after 10 beg your pardon 30 after 11 we'll be having the open line this is what we do every day monday to thursday we give you the opportunity to set the agenda to speak your mind to have your own soapbox and tell us what's on your mind you engage me i engage you really we don't have to agree on the same breath we don't have to disagree it's an engagement we just Pick each other's brains, so to speak. We get into each other's head space. So please do not be offended. Do not feel when we're challenging your views, we are undermining them. No, we're not. We're challenging it. And when we challenge it, it's the nature of the program. It's called the head space for a reason. Let's synchronize our watches. My time says it's eight minutes after ten. You're listening to the head space. I'm Nayelu Pondwana. 
let's begin. The views and ideas expressed in this program are views expressly of the people sharing them and not of the anchor or that of this broadcaster. All persons, juristic or natural, are to be held responsible for their own representations offered on this program by their agents and not this corporation. Any and all consumption of our conversational substance is entirely at your own discretion. Please be advised that this program airs subject matter that has the potential to destabilize and challenge your intellectual equilibrium. If you are excitable, profound caution when consuming our subject matter is advised. Participation in this program is a voluntary enterprise and as such is expected to be considered and deliberated on. Kindly note that, just as the anchor is, all participants, guests and callers are encouraged to engage in this freedom of expression and any of our civil liberties responsibly. The lines are open for those of you who'd like to join the conversation. You can call us on 0891-104-207, If you're those who'd like to prefer to send a WhatsApp text or a WhatsApp voice note, you can do so. The WhatsApp line is 0614-104-107-0614-104-107. We did not say thank you. Oh, my goodness. So let us go dash with the news at 10. How could I? And also, song is well, this is what we do, and now let's introduce you to our guests. We do now, and I'm honored to present to you our guest for the segment, I Am an African, the Ambassador of the Central African Republic to South Africa, the Honorable Andre Nzapayege. Good evening to you, sir, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening. We're talking about the Central African Republic today, and I'd like to know, first and foremost, what do you imagine should be the only and the foremost thing that comes to our minds as people who don't know much about the CAR? Uh, what should we know, and what should we be thinking about every time we speak of the Central African Republic? Yeah, so far, as you know, uh, particularly in the last uh, uh, years in uh, in the world, the Central African Republic has been known as a country in war where uh, Christians were fighting uh, Muslims. That was, uh, that was what was uh, really the image uh, of the Central African Republic in the past uh, years. And, uh, yeah, and also, unfortunately, as you know, we had also some... Um, South African brothers and sisters, soldiers who were training our own uh, soldiers who who died in the uh, in, uh, in the Central African Republic in very unfortunate in very unfortunate conditions, and that has been also a big problem here. Quite uh, also known when I walk around, people still tell me, "You killed our people! You killed our people!" And uh, yeah. And usually they don't uh, realize how this was a serious matter for us, a big, big, big concern. And that you have suffered from that, that our uh, brothers and sisters who came to help us, uh, yeah, ended their journey on this earth in our country. That was, uh, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's first perhaps we'll begin from where we are, and then perhaps we can track back a little bit. Um, the Central African Republic President Faustine Archange Todare, is that how you pronounce it, Todare? Um, say it again, please. 
you're, you're a president. Your president's uh, name is it uh, Tuadera? Yes, that is his uh, surname, and then that is his full name is uh, Foster Archange Tuadera. Archange, that's how it's spelled. Archange, yeah. So he participated in what was uh, hosted in Madrid, uh, the Madrid 20, 2019 Peace Without Borders Conference. I'd like to hear why and what, in your opinion, do you imagine to achieve with what was happening, which ended was yesterday, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, do you imagine that that conference uh, would, would will help the Central African Republic in any way? Oh, it will help. It will help. You know, uh, the country has really gone since 2013 through a very difficult period. And, uh, you know, what happened in, uh, in, in Madrid was... Uh, an initiative of uh, Sante Gigio, you know, Sante Gigio is uh, linked to the to the Catholic Church in, the uh, Vatican. In, in Italy, and that uh, they have played uh, they play a big role in uh, mediation in uh, peace matters in different countries. You know, wherever in the world where there is war, they are always present. So they have really helped us a lot to get to where we are now, because uh, you know. That in 6th of uh, February last year, we signed a peace agreement in uh, Khartoum. And this has been a very, very long and difficult process. And Sente Didio has been one of the first to be there to assist, uh, to push, and uh, yeah, to, to build also the negotiation capacity of the different stakeholders. You know, so we have, uh, we, we have made a positive move since. I'm, I'm curious. Um, the, the reason I'm asking is because uh, the, the Pope seems to have been hailing the spirit of Assisi. I'm not quite sure if that's what all of the world's religions which were convened there uh, do support the spirit of Assisi. And most importantly, the people of the Central African Re- Republic, do they even recognize what the Pope or do they even identify with what the Pope was saying? I do understand he was saying peace without borders, another very uh, mysterious quote, but uh, the spirit of Assisi, currently explain if there is any way of associating the spirit of Assisi uh, with with the Central African Republic? Uh, first of all, it is the Central African Republic is uh, basically a Christian country. Uh, it is, I mean, Christian not in the constitutional sense of the, of the, of the word, but the majority of the people are Christians. And, uh, and uh, we have about uh, 15% of uh, Muslims. In the in the country and other religions, uh, you know that when it was the crisis was really at its peak, uh, that the Pope came to the Central African Republic, whilst all uh, security uh, intelligence agencies told him not to go; it is too dangerous, and etc. Et he went. He went. Went to Kenya, uh, to Uganda, and from Uganda he came to the Central African Republic. And since he has been there, really, that was his presence was opened the door for uh, to to for the acceleration of the peace process. It has played this. Very, very important role is presented the message that he brought there. He came there, 
You went to the Muslim uh, areas, to the very dangerous uh, rebel areas. He visited all of those people, met everybody, talked to everybody. And since, bit by bit, we have, people have been building peace, working on peace. And now really we have, it has a, of course we understand very well what uh, the, the message of the Pope. Uh, yeah, we can say that, uh, 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 that that his presence only in the Central African Republic has been a blessing. I'm 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 glad you you made the statement that the car is 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 a Christian state or the majority is a Christian state because much of we have what we have heard about them about uh, your people is that that this is supposed to be a Christian people and yet the February peace agreement has not doesn't seem to have been received with a Christian heart we seem to be having a death toll that continues to rise and Manusco seems to have put that death toll now to 38 if I'm not mistaken and yet we had a peace agreement when in February surely this Christianity is supposed to play a role surely this this Christianity is supposed to keep the peace process but even this past weekend we heard reports of more people dying in the car so I'm trying to understand uh, how is it that we would identify Christianity with uh, uh, such disunity with such violence and this is something that we're seeing in even our country here in South Africa we always say South Africa is a Christian country but that Christian doesn't seem to be reflecting in our deeds so help me understand ambassador <laughs> yeah no no I, I understand you I understand your your your, your, your fear and also question uh, uh, I mean Christianity doesn't exclude today that there are also people who commit uh, some uh, barbarian acts, you know. Uh, uh, the, the, what you hear that's going on in uh, the north-east of the country, uh, as you know, it's, uh, it's not easy. When you, to start a war is always easy. That's the easiest thing to do. You start shooting and it goes on. But now to end the war, that's the most difficult thing. So we have been working on this peace process for quite a while now. And you know that when you, it's like being in a tunnel, getting out of the tunnel when people, there are some people who have been living for now, let's say, let's say something like 50,000 rand a day with, because they, they have in their hands Kalashnikovs. Now you're asking them, okay, my friend, that's time now to stop all this. Uh, let's uh, put the Kalashnikov down and then go with the hoe, go with the machete, go with the uh, work tools and go to normal life. Start uh, uh, going to the farm, to the factories, etc. But they will tell you, but then what you uh, propose to them is only five or 50 rand a day. Whilst with the Kalashnikov, they, were, they used to get uh, 50,000, you know? Mm -hmm. So it becomes a, a, a serious challenge for governments to come with a serious proposal, strong proposal to convince them to come to, 
to because the, we have many people who were small guys before. I mean, I, I say small in terms of uh, they were workers, farmers, fishers, villagers, you know. And now, because of this trouble, they are controlling diamond mines, controlling uh, gold mines, etc., trafficking. They are putting barriers on the roads, uh, collecting uh, tax revenues, replacing government to collect uh, tax from people. So some of them have become extremely rich. And those warlords now, we have to convince them to come back to uh, to normal life. And it is this fight that that we, you, you see, that we hear about it, mm. uh, that's going on. In fact, that we are getting to the end of something, of the, the peace negotiations, but the last phase has always been difficult. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's let's go back. Let's go back uh, to some basics. Um, first and foremost, we're talking about a very small country, if I'm not mistaken. We're talking about what four point five, four point six million people. Would that number be correct? Yeah, small, small in terms of what size of uh, population. Population, sir. Yes, 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 4.5 million, yeah. What would you say that is, is it because of the civil war that has been there since 2012, or is it because of just the nature of the car that it only has 4.6? Is that, has that always been the case, that you have such a small population? Yes, no, the population has always, I mean, it's like many countries, they are big in size, but uh, small population, you have uh, even here in Southern Africa, you have uh, some big country like Namibia, but small population, etc. Yeah. So that, yeah. Okay. And 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 who 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 consists of that population? Because I do understand that um, you have a considerable community of the Bagara Arabs. Is, is that is that true? Who's the majority people? Community of what? Sorry. The the commun- the people who live in the car in the Central Africa in in, in Centrafique. Who is it? Is it the Bagara Arabs in the majority? Who is in the majority there? No, the, the the majority are the uh, Bantus. Okay, and the majority of the population are Bantus. You know, the Central African Republic was uh, the first uh, uh, inhabitant of that uh, region. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, the the Bushmen. I mean, like uh, we call them the, the Pygmies, but that's like the Sands here, yeah, or the Khois. Yeah, yeah, you know. So they are the very, very, very first population of that region. Then the second uh, population were uh, the, 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 the nomads. You know, the nomads have been, you know, the, the, the movement of population in Africa uh, so far has been going mainly from, uh, from uh, west to east. So uh, the Central African Republic being in the center of Africa, the, the geographic center of Africa is there, as you know. It has been a transit zone for nomads coming with the, the cattle, going from uh, West Africa, uh, even from Guinea, uh, Mali, uh, even Senegal, you know, moving towards the, the, the eastern part of, uh, of Africa through the Central African Republic. For yeah. Grazing, uh, essentially. 
because we have always have a, we have a, everything for 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 those nomads with their cattle. Yeah. We have water permanently. We have water in dry or rain season because we have two main seasons only. Uh, uh, we have enough uh, land, uh, so it's very attractive. Our country is extremely attractive for yeah. nomads in the neighboring countries, uh, uh, from West Africa, Niger, Northern Cameroon, Nigeria, Chad, Cameroon. So really, uh, for example, in the what we call the dry season that starts in, um, uh, it will start now, I mean, uh, in uh, it corresponds to the summer here. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, many, many, we have uh, more cattle in the country than human beings. Because <laughs> okay. in the dry season, we get from all neighboring countries, they come down to the South African Republic with their cattle, so we get up to five to six million. Mm. <laughs> In the in the in the country, yeah, uh, you know, so it has been always a country that attracts a lot of people, yeah, and also because of this uh, low population, there is you have a lot of land that's not uh, occupied. Mm. You can drive hundred kilometers in the Central African Republic without uh, uh, seeing a, a village. You know, mm. you just drive in the bush or in the savannah, you know, and at the same time, it's an extremely rich country. Yeah. Extremely rich country in terms of, uh, uh, yeah, I'm not talking about uh, arable land. We have uh, 18 million uh, arable land and out of this, only 2% is uh, used. Uh, uh, we have a lot of forests. We are part of the Congo Basin. Yeah. Uh, so uh, huge. We have huge forests, and uh, uh, the timber economy is also one of the uh, 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 yeah one w- w- a big. It constitutes a big part of our national economy. Uh, so we have. In terms of minerals, you have everything. Diamond all over. Uh, if you can see uh, on our mining map yeah. how it is scattered over the country, it is uh, amazing. Please forgive uh, me, uh, Ambassador. Diamond and, uh, and, uh, and, and gold particularly. Yeah. Oil, everything. We have cotton, rare hairs. Everything in that country. So, Ambassador, please, please forgive me. I, I want us to just to go back to to the population first. Um, and, and and by the way, before you continue, I want to open the lines for any and everyone who'd like to join the conversation. This is an open conversation, by the way. We're in conversation now with the ambassador to South Africa from the Central African Republic. This is the Honourable Andre Nzapayeke talking to us about the car. That's the Central African Republic or Centafik talking to us about who and what they're all about. I'm looking at the fact sheet. Here. Here, the CIA fact sheet, the World Fact Book. I'm not quite sure if you will agree with some of their uh, suggestions there, because some of the details that they are giving there are slightly different from what you're sharing with us, uh, Ambassador. So I'd like you to to interact with us and let us know what you what, what your understanding is. For example, they're suggesting that the ethnic groupings there are the Bai and the 33 percent, and then the Banda 27 percent, and the Manjia at 13 percent, the Sarai 10 percent, the Mbom at seven. 
7% in the Mbaka at 4% and Yakoma at 4% and others at 2%. Would you agree with these statistics? Uh, yes, yes. I mean, uh, yes, uh, I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's say uh, the bandas. But let let me say one thing: that that all those groups are bound to groups. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. That they, they are bound to groups, and in majority Christian groups. Yeah. All right. Again, on the matter of religion, they're suggesting here, again, this is, I'm sourcing this from the CIA fact book. They're suggesting that uh, the, the majority is not Christian, quite frankly, according to them. Uh, the majority is the, in, is the indigenous beliefs that are 35%. And then perhaps if you want to combine the Protestants and the Catholics, which is unheard of, but if you want to combine them, they do constitute 25% each. Protestants, 25. Roman Catholic, 25. Combined, 50%. Is that what you meant, Ambassador, when you said they are in the majority? Because here they're separated. The Protestants and the Catholics are separated. Yeah, you know, maybe I don't know where they get the statistic from, but uh, uh, I, I mean, today, uh, uh, Catholics and Protestants, for example, yeah. and Catholics and other religions, because there are many Protestant groups, uh, constitute the large majority yeah. of the population. I understand. But really, they constitute the large majority of the population. And then uh, we go to the to the Muslims. Uh, that's well, fifteen percent. Sorry. F- the, here they are giving Muslims fifteen percent. They are saying they constitute fifteen percent of the entire population. Yes, yes, yes. Something, uh, something like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you know, we have not been doing. Uh, census in the country for a while now. I understand. So, I understand, so. Uh, it's, it's, it's very difficult. We need to update to all this after this, uh, this fighting. Yeah. And now in the process of the rebuilding the state, we need to really get control over uh, the structure of, uh, of, of, of the population. Yeah. All right. Allow me to read some texts for you, Ambassador, uh, before we even continue. Um, these are texts sent to our WhatsApp Slowly, line. Please. Uh, I'd like to see it read some texts for you. These are texts yeah. sent to us uh, through to our WhatsApp line. And those of you who'd like to join in the conversation by sending texts to the WhatsApp line, the number is 0614-104-107. One text reads, Naye, as a Muslim in South Africa, I'd like to believe South Africa is a circular state or a circular country as opposed to it being a Christian country, as you say. I accept that the most practiced religion could easily be Christianity, whatever that is these days anyway. Full stop. Well, sir or madam, whatever it is, what your name is, sir, uh, I I did say that people regard themselves to be Christian. Uh, South Africa is a circular state. It is not a religious state, just like the ambassador just said right now. The car, the Central African Republic, is also a circular state, but the majority of the people who are in the Central African Republic are practicing Christians. So that's what we're referring to. We're not in any way now attaching religion to a constitution. The constitution doesn't recognize one particular and exclusive religion. So please, sir, I'm, I'm not meaning that uh oh okay and they give us the name it's simpiwe in orange farm i'm hoping you understand simpiwe in orange farm another text reads what i see on al jazeera fighting between the christians and muslims rebel group anti seleka and the other uh one is scary and say that again sir anti balaka and silica 
Yeah, uh, he's, this person says it is deep, scary, and depressing. I'll let you respond to that, Ambassador. Go ahead. Now, let me just say this first. Uh, first of all, we are a secular state. Yes. Really, you will never find any documents in the Central African Republic mentioning the religion of somebody. Correct. You don't find it in the birth certificate. You don't find it in any document. Our constitution is clear. E- uh, 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 equality uh, for all citizens of the Central African Republic. We have never known what is the difference between Muslims and Christians. To be honest, we don't. This came to us like a a lightning, you know, boom, and then uh, yeah, and you just wake up with with a situation that you need to manage. Yeah. So this is a that is that uh, in every. Me, I'm a, I'm a Christian. Even my father was a, 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 a reverend. Uh, but I think 60% of my family is Muslim. Wow. And this has never been any problem for nobody in yeah. the South African Republic. Because we are, we are, we are mixed, you know. We, we, we are mixed. We have yes, uh, yes, cousins, uh, sisters who marry Muslims or Muslims who marry. Uh, I, I don't know. This it's it's mixed. Yeah? We have uncles who became uh, Muslim and uh, yeah, and and all celebrations uh, like Eid, uh, like uh, other, like uh, Christmas. Everybody celebrates in the Central African Republic. Yeah. You go to the Central African Republic, I mean, the the the, the, the dishes, for example, uh, there are some periods everybody eats. There are some special type of dish that people get. Uh, uh, the Muslim community, basically, they make it for the, the celebration, for some uh, special uh, events, like uh, weddings and so on. Everybody likes it. Yeah. And the other way also, everybody likes it. So, really, uh, uh, this is a very unfortunate situation yeah. that came and unfortunately has been highly manipulated by some people who have some specific interest in this case. Yeah, yeah, I hear I'm you. I'm not going to talk about the international connection for... Of, uh, of 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 this situation because yes. it is also there. It is also there. Yeah, yeah. All right. And, and and the fact that we are so rich in minerals in so many things that we are we have never been able really to use properly. Uh, this chaos as as came in as a as a as a mean for some people to just. Uh, uh, weaken the state, weaken the society, and control all our minerals. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the language, Ambassador. Um, it's 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 always fascinating to have countries whose uh, official language is primarily that of the colonizer, and French seems to be prevailing in car. And I notice even the pronunciation and some of the names still prevail as French. And uh, I'm curious, uh, is, is this intentional to retain 
uh, French as the primary and superior language. And I noticed that Sango uh, is also there, but it's not necessarily a pure uh, language. It's a Creole language, isn't it? Yeah, but what do you call a pure or superior or this? I mean, because you are giving a... You have qualifications to... <laughs> fair point, to, fair to, point, Ambassador. That is a fair point. But what is the official language? Perhaps the question should be, what is the official language of the Central two, African we Republic? We have two official languages. Yes. Two. It means if you go, for example, to the tribunal, yeah. you have to speak in French or Sango. Yeah, I, I, I'm glad you said that, Ambassador. But now what is Sango? Sango yes, is our national language. Every Central African uh, citizen speaks Sango. Not only in the Central African Republic, but also in Northern DRC, they speak Sango. In uh, Eastern uh, Northern Congo, Brazzaville, uh, Eastern, all the neighboring countries, they speak Sango. Okay. It is a very large, and now the AU has declared Sango since a few days an international African language. Okay. For trade and uh, as part of this uh, free trade zone. Okay. Yeah. So, but you take, if you, people give too much importance to the French, you know, but related to the percentage of uh, the Francophone population. Yes. uh, The Francophone population in South African Republic is uh, between 15 and 18 percent. How many people do speak French in the South African Republic? Only those who go to school. You know? Yeah. Only those who go to school. Most of us, we don't speak uh, French to our parents, to our, uh, when you go to the village, when you go to the farm, we don't speak French. Most of the Central African Africans do not speak French. Yeah. So, so French is not the most important language for us. But, what makes it important? This is the colonial uh, culture. You know, because it has been said that when you go to school, you are more important than the, the one who has not been to school. Yeah. Uh, so those who went to school, who speak the best French, who speak this, who can go to Paris and make speeches, etc. Yeah, they are more considered than those who speak only Sango. I, I hear you, I, I hear you, Ambassador, and, and I, I understand the point you're making, but I was hoping perhaps we would perhaps even trace where Sango comes from, because it has developed, it is well over the past okay. few years. Sango, Sango comes, you know, Sango originally, we have a very small tribe yeah. called Sango. They are called Sango. Okay. The Sangos. They are on the, you know, uh, the Central African Republic, its southern border, it is with DRC. Yes. So on northern DRC and on both sides, we have this, it's a long river, the Ubangi River. Yeah. And that is the main uh, affluence of the Congo River. Uh, it's a very, very big river. Yes. And on both sides of this uh, river, you have uh, uh, some tribes there, and they are called the Sangos. 
And the Sangos, when the colonial people came in, they came in from uh, from uh, from the sea through Kinshasa, uh, Co- uh, Brazzaville, the capital of uh, Congo Brazzaville, and from there they went into the Central African Republic through the using the river. And the first people they met and they managed to understand the language and to communicate with them and to learn easily the language that was the Sango. So they hired a lot of people from that tribe to work with them, the colonial uh, masters when they came in. And then the church, of course, you know, the church was always with the colonial masters. Mm -hmm. Uh, The church was the first to propagate the Sango through the country. Like Lingala in DRC. Yeah. Like Swahili also. That was the same method that was used. You know. Mm-hmm. So Sango became popular in uh, through two ways. Through the army, because yeah, most of the soldiers, they were using Sango to speak to the soldiers. Yeah. And particularly the church. The church, the Catholic church, the Protestant church, etc., uh, they started to translate, to write uh, the Bible in Sango, and that made it popular. I, I, I'm happy that you're raising that, uh, uh, Ambassador, because, uh, again, uh, we, we have uh, writers who have given us, like, for instance, Joseph Greenberg suggests in 1963, suggests that the development of Sango was because of, again, the small communities uh, or the, in, in the Ubangian family of languages, which developed it for ease of communication. It's developed into Sango, which is a creole again, of this very, old, old Mbandi language. Now, my curiosity is, would it not be true to say that the the mother of the language would not be Sango? Sango, in and by itself, is not the mother or the original, but the original will be Mbandi or any of the subdivisions of the language from the Ubangian River. Now, you have two types of Sango. Okay. You have the tribal Sango. For example, my brother-in-law, my sister's husband, he belonged to the Sango tribe. Okay. So, uh, like, uh, also they have also similarity with the with the Mongwandis, like in in DRC, like President uh, former President Mobutu si, 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 uh, yeah. of, of of the DRC was also from that, that group, okay. that language group. Sango, Mungwandi are almost the same. Okay. Now, uh, the language that has, been, that has become now the national language uh, represents only, let's say, uh, 50% of the original Sango. Okay. Yeah. So you have the original language that is called Sango that is still existing. Okay. You know, when you go to to some uh, areas along the the, the, the river Ubangi, yeah. uh, people still uh, use it. They are still communicating in the families, in the villages. That's what they use for Correct. trade. Yeah. Because they, it was, they, are, they, they were really traders, you know, yeah. on, on the 
the river, going from one uh, village to another along the river. So that's how it became popular. Uh, but the Sango as it is now uh, is a mixture of uh, many, many of those uh, that's right. tribal languages, like you have Banda, yeah, that's in right. it, you have Mbaka, uh, Mbati, uh, in it, and uh, yeah. and also the the the, the northern like the northern um, uh, tribes like uh, the Bayas, etc., uh, etc. Et so you have all these the 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 modern configuration of the state uh, with the, the creation of of uh, cities yeah. has led to high concentration of people from different regions. So, you know? so, so, uh, can, can it, it, w- it would be fair then, uh, Ambassador, to say the original Sango is spoken by what less than half a million people. Uh, the, the original oh, Sango, no, even, even yeah, very, yeah, yeah, it's very, it is a very small group. Yeah, yeah, uh, less than it, half a it's million. It's one of the smallest tribes. It's, it's what is so strange. Yeah, you know, one of the smallest tribes in the Central African Republic. Yeah, that they have managed through with the help of the colonial um, uh, people uh, to to extend it to the entire country. That's right. And it was good yeah. because it, if it was the, the language of a majority group, you know, it was going to be a big problem again. You see, okay. the, okay. Are okay. some neighboring countries, some African <laughs> countries. They okay. are not able to have a national language. Yeah. So the yeah. current I'm Sango sorry. that that you 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 are saying is is spoken now by the majority, and I'm glad you said it is a mixture of many other languages. It, yes. it has been used as a lingua franca, as opposed yes. to the the French, which has been also put on par with this lingua franca. Yes. Now you see also a lot of uh, French in it. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I understand. That's exactly my point, so, uh, Ambassador. My point yeah. is, uh, example, we have Fran- we see uh, French it, it, dominating it, 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 as opposed it, it, to Sango. Sorry, say it again. Uh, I'm saying we see French in the term in terms of usage dominating because you see some parts of French in in, in the current Sango that is currently spoken, and Sango has not uh, is no longer in its purest form. It has been watered down by mixing others. And I understand some linguists would say this is how language develops. I'm not quite sure this would be it, but the Sango that is currently spoken in the Central African Republic is a combination of all these, including French, in it, and they're in line is the point I was making at the beginning when you objected slightly, Ambassador, that we see French to have come in its pure form, and then Sango has been watered down and mixed with others and uh, reduced to a mere lingua franca as opposed to a language of a cultural group. That is, uh, that is, uh, that is true. Okay. Uh, but it was... Uh, uh, yeah... I mean, we could not avoid that, you know. I if you have somebody so. from the east, uh, the, the, the South Sudanese border, and somebody from the west, and they have to communicate. French, there are some small, small connections between yeah. sentences that the easiest way for the people to make it, to make those links or to use put some French words in it. Fair enough. Fair know? point. I understand, sir. I understand. That makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. In our country, we have something people have now coined here, especially here in Johannesburg. They call it Zutu. 
And this is a combination of Zulu and Zulu, and you pick up some other parts of other languages in this mixture. Yes. So it's no longer of a pure Zulu or pure Isisulu. Exactly. It's a combination of all of those trying people trying yeah. to communicate. So I totally understand what you're saying, Ambassador. All right, let's let's go back to the origins now of this people, this this country called the Central African Republic. Um, would it be fair, Ambassador, to say that um, the Central African Republic is a derivative of its former self? The, at the beginning of a people who lived in that area, in the geographical area, it was not always demarcated as it is today, correct? Uh, but like like uh, all African countries, it is Berlin, uh, the Berlin Conference that made it. Yes, yes, yes. And 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 yeah. b- before the Berlin Conference, before they cut it up and tattooed it as it is right now, um, how how big would you say the kingdoms that existed there were? Were they within the demarcated areas of the borders, or there did they stretch no beyond? Kingdom, there was no kingdom covering the current territory. You know, uh, just to give you an example, me um, from the eastern part of the country. I don't know if you have a map there with you. Uh, you look along the river going to the east to Sudan, uh, along the DRC border, you see a city called Bangasu. Okay. Bangasu, that was the capital of a kingdom covering uh, uh, northern DRC, I mean the, 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 the whole big part of DRC going up to Kisangani. Yeah, yeah. Going to Ituri in DRC covering a big part of South Sudan, and then uh, uh, this uh, southern part of the Central Republic with capital in that city, Bangasu. This is just to give you an example. And then north of that that place, going to uh, along the border with, uh, with uh, Darfur in Sudan, and in, uh, with Chad, you have also another kingdom. Basically, what, what, uh, what, what kingdom would that be? Was it Birao or Ndele? Yes, around Birao and Ndele. Girao was the capital, no, Ndele, sorry, was the capital of okay. that kingdom. Okay. And it is to, still today, they still bring the king from Darfur, from Niala. You know? Yeah. Now, because there is still a certain there, and there is originally from Sudan. And they always bring them from from Sudan, uh, and then in the center around Bosangwa, you had also a big kingdom there. Uh, so we have different kingdoms in that uh, that area, depending on the on the, the the tribes, etc. Uh, uh, and now with the competition between the Belgian, the French, the British, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the East, uh, etc. So we were pushed into to, to be together. Uh, nobody asked our point of view. Our kingdom were divided into small groups. Uh, like uh, you take my, 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 myself, a big part of my uh, family lives in DRC. Yeah. If I have to go back to my history, etc., I have to go to DRC. 
So effectively, uh, you, they, they cut uh, your people in half, just like they did with us here in South Africa. They cut people with the Limpopo River. They cut them and said these are the uh, Zimbabweans and the others are people in Limpopo, uh, South Africans, and, and, and divided us since then. Uh, so when, when, you're sort of, <laughs> when you're talking about yourself, you're talking about yourself have, having two nationalities, as it were. Yeah, even three. Even three, even three. Because my okay. mother is a partly South Sudanese. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you see? So this is, a, this is something that, I mean, the, 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 the colonial master that came in, it was not uh, our own interest were, were, uh, was not their concern. Wow. So they were competing for different things. And, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but this, as it's also one of the what makes it so difficult to create nations in our countries. Yeah. Right? Because uh, now, after six years almost of uh, independence, fifty-nine now, uh, we have still not been able to create a nation. Okay. That everybody, the Sango is really a. a, a, a extremely important instrument that keeps us together. Anywhere I go, I hear somebody speaking Sango, I know this person, there's 80% that is from South Africa Republic, yeah. or from Southern Chad or Northern DRC. That is uh, close. Yeah. <laughs> mainly, mainly... So, Sango uh, uh, is really... Sorry? Uh, may, so, sorry, sorry for interrupting there, Ambassador. Mainly, your your, your people, uh, especially in the Central African Republic, uh, or shall I say, those who lived in the Ubangi River or who settled in the Ubangi River, and I'm now referring to those those who suffered from the Arab slave trade. Would you say that perhaps this could be one of the reasons that uh, um, there had been some divisions long before um, the, the 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 we we can now speak of the Central African Republic as we have it now? But going back to the 16th and the 17th century, would it be fair to say uh, that much of your culture and your being as a people was affected by the Arab slave trade? Oh, you know, the Central African Republic globally has been affected by the by the the the, the slave trade, not only the Arab, because our country was like. Uh, uh, they call it in English, a refuge country. I mean, people were uh, a country where people run to hide. Yeah, yeah. So most of the people from the coastal regions, uh, from uh, uh, the Gulf Guinea, Gulf of Guinea, yeah, and uh, etc., they run into the forest to hide. <laughs> uh, you know, to protect themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 inland, so that's uh, how uh, that, that that country has been. Uh, not only that country, but also big part of Cameroon, of uh, Congo, Brazzaville, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah. Uh, many people run in uh, in the in the to the middle of the country uh, to 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 escape. All right. Let me read some, uh, some some more texts for you, um, Ambassador. Before we we conclude our conversation, our time seems to have flown also quickly. Uh, so much to ask you. All right. Um, one text reads: uh, 
Okay, uh, I'm trying to scroll through. Hello, Naya and South African listeners. They they use religion nowadays to fulfill their evil agenda. Even so-called Christians, they're all the same. Smalls, I'm not quite sure what you mean by that. Smalls, kindly clarify. Another text says, uh, I love this history lesson about car. May there be peace in your country. Okay, may there be peace in your country. Thank you very much. Person didn't tell us what his or her name is. Another text reads, Can you ask the ambassador what is the most famous language between Sango and Swahili and Central Africa is willing to speak Swahili as an African language from north to south. Could you respond to that one quickly, Ambassador? Which is the most famous language, the most predominant language? Is it Sango or Swahili? And would people of the Central African Republic be willing to speak Swahili? In my country, the, the, we have one dominant language that is the Sango. Okay. But Sango is a Bantu language and very, very, very close to Swahili. You have in that region, uh, I mean, our grammar and the basic things are similar. Swahili, Sango, Lingala, Indiasi. There are many terms even you find here in Nyama. When you say Nyama in South Africa, we say Nyama. Uh, names are the same. Many sentences are the same. Uh, the, 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 the way people express themselves, the, uh, the, the, the structure of the, of the languages are the same. Uh, I think, uh, we, as, as things are moving now, the opening of, uh, borders, because that's what we, all of us are working to, and we, as a landlocked country, we absolutely need to open our, Borders. We are not far from the Swahili region because you go uh, hundred kilom- kilometers south uh, uh, inside DRC. You are already in the Swahili region. Mm. You know, uh, my, 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 my father was speaking Swahili. Huh? It was what we call a Swahili phone. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, many relatives of us speak Swahili. We are very close. If you go, people from uh, our tribe uh, in South Sudan, Uganda, they speak Swahili. You know, so yeah. we are very, very, very close. When I go to some villages in Tanzania or, or, or Nairobi, yeah. people speak it as if they are in my village. Well, one my people. own tribe is extremely close to Swahili. Yeah. A few questions now um, before I let you go, Ambassador. So in South Africa, we call ourselves South Africans. What do you call yourselves? <laughs> we are, we, of course, we, we identify ourselves like you. We are the two countries in Africa with the... Uh, Directional names. <laughs> yeah, we are the real representatives of, uh, of Africa. <laughs> okay. uh, we call ourselves Central Africans. Okay. Okay, Central Africans. Yeah. And, like and you are South Africans, you yeah. are Central Africans. Indeed, indeed. So uh, that's why we say we are, you are the, 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 the feet and we are the heart. Ah, okay. Yeah? Okay. So without those two things, you cannot, Africa will never survive. Okay, okay. And, and when, when somebody wants to go to the Central African Republic, uh, do we need a visa? Do we need a permit? Um, how do we travel there? Um, if I were to decide tomorrow I want to go and visit uh, uh, Ndere, for example, uh, how would I, how would I, what would I need to do? Do I need to go and get a visa to Central African Republic? 
First of all, I would like to say that uh, despite what we went through in the South African Republic, it's it's a uh, uh, safe country, safer than many of the countries who are not in war in Africa. That is uh, that I can say it now. And the uh, South African Republic is uh, really still is uh, more and more open for for business. So all those who want to visit South African Republic are welcome. We have a number here, 209 Eastwood Street in Pretoria. The embassy is really available to welcome you anytime. Yeah, anytime. Uh, to go there, you need a visa, uh, of course. But we have put in place a system because uh, uh, we have a very, very good relationship with, uh, with uh, South Africa. South Africa has always helped us a lot in all conditions. That's always been by our side. Uh, so we issuing a visa is very, very quick. Okay. If you're in hurry, you can just come to 209 Eastwood Street in Pretoria. You wait a few minutes, you get your visa. All right. Uh, Ambassador Nzapayeke, thank you very much for coming through and talking to us. We really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank that you. Was you the... That was Thank the you. Honorable Andre Nzapayeke, uh, Ambassador of the Central African Republic to South Africa. And that concludes our conversation for I'm an African. We are all one people, <laughs> one language. We are all Bantus. We all have the sand all over the country here in South Africa and the car. It's a minute after 11. This is the time for the final bulletin for today with our Zolega Kodaje.